Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? It's 8 o'clock, and you know what time it is. It's time for my show, The Mecca James Show. Yo, this is Global World. My name is Miguel, and you are watching The Mecca James Show. It's your boy, Kels, and you listen to The Mecca James Show. I'm Michael Strahan, and you're watching The Mecca James Show. Hi, I'm Melissa DeShota. Please listen to The Mecca James Show. What's up? It's George Wilborn, and you're you're checking out the Mecca James show. And I'll tell you something. Hey, hey, people! This is Egypt on the radio from TV EgyptSaysSo.com, and you are now listening to the Mecca James show. That's my girl. What's up, everybody? You already know what time it is. It's eight o'clock, and it's time for my show, the Mecca James show. I want to thank you for all the new people out here that's listening to the show, and thank you for my day ones that come here every Tuesday at eight to nine p.m. and listen to me on my show. I appreciate the love. I want to also thank my former guest that was on the show last week, AllHipHop.com founder Chuck Schumer. Creamer was on the show, and he did his thing. Um, you can listen to it on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mecca show and the number one. Follow me on Twitter, Mecca from Uptown. You can also follow me on Instagram, Mecca James. And you know you can go on iTunes and download any show with Tammy Roman from Basketball Wise, Charlemagne the God from Power 105, um, uh, so many more on the show. And I tell you, I bring you the best of the best to the show. We have media mogul, Nicole Kane will be on the show. You know her website, NicoleVicky.com. We're going to talk about branding, entrepreneurship, women empowerment, relationships, and so much more. I'm excited about this show. Um, I've been trying to interview her for over a year, and I'm proud to tell you that she will be on the Mecca Jane show. Before we get into that, um, I want to tell everybody to go out and vote. Please register to vote. Please go out and vote in this upcoming election for president. I mean, we, I know that a lot of people say, oh, you know, Barack Obama is not going to be in. I'm not going to vote. But this is vital that you vote in this upcoming election for the president. Um, make sure you listen to the issues. You have to look at the issues. Make sure you know exactly what's going on because this world is going crazy. I know we like to listen to Chris Brown and Rihanna and, you know, we like our fashion. But look at the news. Watch CNN. Watch MSNBC because this right here is crazy. Um, in case you was under a rock or maybe uh, in case you was under a rock, speaking of a rock, we had Chris Rock. He hosts the 88th Academy Awards. And let me tell you, I didn't watch the whole thing because of the whole thing of the Oscars being so white and there was no diversity. But I had to watch my boy Chris Rock do his thing. Some people say he went too far. I think it was just enough. He made people feel uncomfortable, and he he had that platform to talk about racism. So I thought it was great. What did you think about it? It's just so many people were talking about the whole Stacey Dash thing, and you know that's what it is. Big ups to Chris Rock, Brooklyn. You did your thing, and you you had you made your point. You got your point across. So anyway, we have media mogul Nicole Kane. You know her from her favorite website, NicoleBitchy.com. She's been on CNN, The Vibe, Essence, Ebony. 
so much more. She's on this show right now, the Mecca Jane Show, and I'm so excited. Um, I was going to play music, but we're just going to go into it. And here we go, our superstar, Nicole Kane is in the building. It's the Mecca Jane Show. <laughs> Hello? I'm laughing at you saying, Hello? I'm laughing at you saying, I was just going to play music. <laughs> <laughs> You know how listeners know that I play music. What's going on? Let's give it up for Miss Nicole Kane is in the building. How are you? I'm doing really good. I just came out from being out in the sun. I'm, you know, I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, and it's like 83 degrees out here. So I've been outside working out and just enjoying life. <laughs> good, good, good. Let me tell you something. I've been trying to, people out there, people in the chat room, I wanted, I mean, she's such an inspiration to me. And we're going to talk about women's uh, empowerment, branding, entrepreneurship, and so much more. Like, people was like, oh, my God, I love Nicole. Do you get that a lot? People just come up to you and say, we love you. Do you do you get that, that kind of love when you go out in public? Well, I, you know, I'm in Arizona, so I don't see too many people that, you know, kind of know of the site or et cetera. But I did when I lived on the East Coast. And I feel like even when I go back now or even in L.A. and people approach me, um, I think sometimes you need that confirmation, you know, mm-hmm. because especially I noticed during the eight years that I was working on NicoleBitchy.com, I, I mm-hmm. never realized the moment when it got huge. You know, I never wow. pinpointed the exact moment. Because, you know, I'm just working from my house and just, you know, going going in nonstop. And it wasn't until I would get out on the scene, especially in New York, that I started seeing the impact of the site. But other than that, you're kind of closed off from how people respond to it, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for coming on. It's the Mecca Jane Show, everybody. You got people in the chat room. Um, you can call in live. We're going to have some questions at 929-477-1207, or you can go in the chat room, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mecca Show and the number one. Let's just get into it. Nicole, tell everyone where you're originally from. I'm originally from a town called Cambridge, Maryland. It is probably two hours drive from Baltimore or D.C., depending on, mm-hmm. you know, which way you go. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, uh, Dorchester County, Maryland, not not anything huge, very small town. Wow, wow. Well, you know, small town, you you came out on top. Um, what One question that a lot of people want to know, what made you start blogging, and when did you realize that this will be your career path? Well, I had, um, after my mom passed away in 2004, I had, mm-hmm. like, I had, like, a semester left in school, and I was going to school for electronic media and film. I thought I was going to be, like, a television writer or a film director. Um, mm-hmm. But that last semester, I couldn't get through. I just, it was like life was calling me, and I wanted to kind of get away, so I packed up everything. I I um, sold all the furniture in my apartment, broke my lease, quit my job, and packed Mm. up my little Honda at the time, (laughs) which it was my (laughs) mom's car that she left behind, and I I, um, drove to Detroit. And uh, I started my life over out there, and that's how I kind of, a year after I moved there, I fell into radio. 
Um, and that was kind of mm. my start or my first taste of the entertainment industry. Wow. That, I mean, I, people out there, you know, you can start from anywhere. A lot of people, they really, really admire you. And I did my research, and, you know, the reason why I mostly admire you, you know, you overcame a lot of obstacles. Um, you were homeless at one point. Your mom passed away, and you overcome those situations. And I had similar situations as well. My mom passed away as well. Um, how do you? How did you overcome those? Um, I, to be honest, I probably overcame because I had a lot of deaths in my family. Like it was my mom. My mom passed two years after my father, and they both were mm. um forty. My mom was about to turn 42. My father was 42. So they both died very young. Um, okay. And my grandmother had died, well, passed away um, probably five years prior to that. Um, mm. So, and it's crazy because during the time I had my website, my other grandmother passed away. And then just last year, my cousin, and it was all over the news, but uh, my cousin and his seven kids, had passed away from carbon monoxide poisoning. He was just trying to oh, keep wow. them warm in the winter time, and the house filled with carbon monoxide. Um, and you know they all died in their sleep. But just, I think I've dealt with death by just working nonstop. I don't think I ever had a moment to sit and grieve. And yeah. That's very important, I feel like, because if you don't grieve, like at one point, some point in your life, it's going to catch back up to you, you know? So mm. um, I just kept going nonstop, I, you know, whether it was me working on this website or between, before working on the website, I had so many different hustles just trying to make it, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's how I kind of dealt with it. A lot of people kind of just go into a shell or, or just stop or, you know, kind of, it, it, it's either one or the other. You, you go nonstop so you don't think about it or you kind of stop everything and you feel like you can't go on. And I never mm. wanted to get to that place because, you know, I know like my, I know my mom or my grandmother, they would still want me to keep pushing forward. So Absolutely. that's what kept me going. And, and this is the reason why I feel like I'm so connected to you because our, our, our lives are so similar. I mean, it's just amazing. When, I, I love when people talk about their path and their career. Well, I, you you just overcame so much, and I, I appreciate you sharing that story. That allowed me to share my story with the public, and it's just an amazing thing. Um, people want to know, what was your your big break, and how did you get it? Um. I'm about to tear up, and it's only because oh, it's okay. Because I'm trying to hold back tears myself. Mm. It's okay. It's only because I'm thinking about something that a girl said to me yesterday, and mm-hmm. it really, it really made me mad, but said to me, you're always, she said, you're always crying in your interviews. Either you're doing it for attention or you need to no. get some help. And I really, that really pissed me off because I want to tell anyone that's listening right now, like the problem I had, yeah. especially in our community, is that yeah. we're told not to cry or we're told no. to hide when 
you're depressed or you're grieving or you're going through something, and I feel like you should talk about it. And yeah. that almost made me go into a shell, like, okay, I don't no. want to share my life with these people anymore. And no, I you feel have like, to. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I, I straightened up, and I was like, no, I'm not going to let one person who has something negative to say about me being transparent because I don't know who I'm helping by talking about whether it's death in my family, whether it's business struggles, you know. And yeah. sometimes when I cry, it might be a happy cry. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes you look back at all the things God brought you through and you yeah. and you, you realize where you could have been. And that's when yeah. those happy God. tears come. Mm. So, honey, I'm going to cry. And if I cry every yeah. interview from in the past and going forward, you're just going to have to deal. And I'm sorry yeah. I had to go there, but I was so no, mad yesterday. It's good. It's good that you go there because we're going to get way off the script. The reason why I, 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 I love you as a blogger, as a writer, because my mom passed away of cancer. My father is not alive as well. My grandmother died the last year of my graduation, which was in 2000. And when I heard your story, that touched me. There's, there's so many bloggers out here, and there's so many writers out here. And you've also, you know, you were homeless. You had problems with your aunt, and I had the same thing. So you touched me personally. We're going to get off the script of Thank Q&A you. right now, and you have touched me as well. I've been through those things, and I was like, oh, my God, I felt so embarrassed when my mom, when my aunt, you know, she didn't want to really take me in. And, you know, family was just crazy because now I don't have a mother. My grandmother yeah. passed away, and she was like my second mother. So when you opened up your story about that, that touched me more than any blog you've ever wrote, any platform you was on because you persevered, you overcame that. And I'm telling you, as not, I don't have a platform like you have, you touched me. And I tell everyone that. Like, Nicole, our lives are so thank similar. You. So thank God for you being on the show. And, you know, <laughs> I'm you. sorry to God. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm for going on so sad. No, no, I was, I'm crying too. I, I, I just, people bear with us, you know, things go different ways. I just felt, I always felt that way from you. I've always felt that. And don't ever stop telling your story. Don't ever stop telling your story because it needs to be said. And look at you, Nicole Kane, all over CNN, the vibe, essence, doing your thing. We're going to talk about XO Nicole. Let me just get a moment here. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it's um, funny because uh, I will say I didn't tell, I didn't open up about my parents passing away for like uh, probably maybe eight years after they passed because I was so embarrassed by it. And what do you say too. to people that say, oh, so what do your parents think about, like the last thing you want to say is they passed away and then you have yeah. that uncomfortable awkwardness or I didn't want anyone yeah. to feel sorry for me. Or anything. Exactly. So that's how I felt. It wasn't until I had my blog that I opened up about it. You know, so it's like people, you would never understand what it feels like not to yeah. be able to call your lifeline until you lose your yeah. parent, especially your mom. Especially exactly. because so, every, almost every woman I know is calling their mom awesome. every time something major happens. Mm hmm. 
I appreciate you so much. Like I, I, I really do. As a woman, as a strong woman, as as everything. Um, less uh, <laughs> trying to get. Back Sorry home. about. I know, no, right? Let me, it's fine. People were crying. We're connecting. It, I feel the love uh, through the phone. This is it's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, I don't want anybody to think I'm, like, depressed and, and crawling under a rock. You know, it's just, it's just that God, was just something God that God does everything for a reason. Exactly. God does everything for a reason. Definitely. What made you change from Nicole Bitchy to XOXO? I mean, I'm sorry, Nicole Bitchy to XO Nicole. <laughs> um, I don't know, for a very long time while I had Nicole Bitchy, I just, I had extreme guilt because mm-hmm. although the, the the site was entertaining and people loved it, I just felt yeah. like how am I bettering the lives of people that are sitting on my website every day, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. And yeah. so I just didn't feel like I was contributing to the um you know the lives of young women in a positive way and it it would get real very uncomfortable <laughs> when discussions <laughs> would come up about like reality shows or et cetera and how they were damaging but then we were covering them on our website so what made me different you know in the discussion mm-hmm. than the people that were on the shows uh so i I I had to live with that, and and then, of course, I mean, it was a a real eye-opener for me when Essence had their Black Women in Hollywood luncheon a few years ago, and they invited Mm, a whole bunch of people that I love and blogs that I follow that are very positive, but I I wasn't invited at all, and this, this event was held maybe a block, less than a mile up the street from where I lived at the time, and... Oprah, they were honoring Oprah, and, and, and like I said, I just saw all my blogging peers there, flicking it up with Oprah, having a good time, and I felt like I wasn't invited to the room because they didn't consider me an empowering and an inspiring black woman, and that kind of mm. hurt, you know, that kind of hurt me a little bit, and I always tell people, I've always wanted confirmation and validation that I was doing the right thing from those organizations that... um salute and, and honor black women like Black Girls Rock. You know, that was Absolutely. always important to me to be invited there. I don't think I ever was. I think I kind of bombarded <laughs> that event <laughs> rather than really getting invited and want, and people wanting me to be there. Um, so I, it's, you can be successful, but is it, but are you successful for the right reasons? Or you can be yeah. relevant, but are you relevant for the right reasons? And when I started asking myself that question, I started asking, like, when I started saying, if I were to leave the earth today, how would people remember me? And if it Mm. was, girl, she had some good tea on her website, like, that's not how I want to be remembered, you know, when I leave this earth. Of course. And so when you really start thinking about your legacy and how you want to be remembered, I think it, it really starts bringing your life into perspective. Absolutely, and that's the reason why I, I love XOXO, Nicole, and I thought that that's a great reason. Um, your name is all over, CNN, Vibe, Essence, uh, everywhere. 
how do you think your branding is very important to you? You know, you took a you took your talent along with branding. How do you think branding catapult your career? Mm, well, branding myself had a lot to do with it um, mm-hmm. because I think I came up in a time where um, a lot of sites that were out, it wasn't uh, a face to the site at the mm-hmm. time. So we didn't know who the CEOs were or who the people were that were behind the sites. We only knew of the site and the and the tea we got from the site. So I kind of took a risk and was like, hey, everybody, it's me. And I was kind of transparent from the beginning. Like I think of my audience with the, like, three months of launching NicoleVitchie.com, like, well, I would blog about this TV show, but I don't have no cable. <laughs> like I'm still couch searching. <laughs> Surfing, you know, I never, ever, I don't think, made myself out to be someone that I wasn't. Like, if I didn't have cable, i let them know. I don't have cable. I can't afford it right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I was very honest from the start. And, and it was a lot of me just being naive, like, and me going with the flow. And, and you can be that open and transparent when, you're, when you don't know who's reading your yeah. site and how many people are reading your site. Once I started, like, once it started getting bigger and I started – People would say, oh, I read your site, and I started, like, mentally thinking of the people that read my site. I wasn't as transparent because it was – that was a scary thing. Absolutely. and But I thank you for doing it. This is how you connect and how real you don't, you don't put yourself on a pedestal, and people love the connection, and people love real people. Um, I always want to know, because me being a radio host, entrepreneur, businesswoman, you have to sacrifice sacrifice to build your brand. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you missed plenty of birthday parties, baby showers, hanging out with your friends on the weekend, dates with, you know, with uh, your partners or with men to build your brand. Talk about that sacrifice that you have to make to put in your brand. Um, it's funny because the other day uh, my managing editor, she said, and, and knock on wood that it, Exo Nicole does become this huge thing one day. Um, but she said, you know, I feel like once Exxon Nicole gets to a certain place that you will be able to kick back and be more relaxed and date and do this, told her that I I don't know if I see it getting as big as Nicole Bitchy did because I did give up my life for Nicole Bitchy. Like, out of eight, I really didn't date throughout that time. Eight of, like, I, I had to say for eight years, probably mm-hmm. the majority of those years I was celibate. And I wasn't really having mm. sex. I really wasn't dating. No matter what was out in the press, I wasn't really doing much of anything but focused on the growth of my site. And I did miss weddings. I did miss babies being born. I did miss birthdays. I missed a lot of things. And, like, it's a very lonely place because when you're missing stuff, like, mm-hmm. that's when I, I, I said in another, I said in a podcast this week, you have to be a friend um, yeah. to have friends. Yeah. And when I was leaving Nicole Bitchy, I was so scared that I wasn't going to have any friends left because you, when you're in the industry, you're always looking around wondering who's going to still be there if you can't offer mm-hmm. them anything and, you you know, leave your post of uh, what, whatever made you big. Like, so I'm looking around, but I had to be real with myself. Were you a good friend to these people, you know, and outside of, maybe a few outings where you all get dressed up and you go eat or something like that, I 
did I get did I take the time to get to know them on a deeper level? And no, I didn't because I was too busy working. And so yeah. every since I left my site in uh July, it'll be almost it's just, it's been about eight months. I'm telling you, I've did so much living. I have the most I amazing friends. <laughs> I've dated more I've went on more dates in twenty fifteen than I have in my lifetime. You know? Wow. So shout out to Tinder. Because I am a believer in <laughs> online dating. Maybe I should go Let on me that. Tell you. Yes, while we on the subject, because we we're not talking about dating right now, but I will say this because a lot of women say, "Oh, I cannot find a man." Da 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 da. I feel like women, especially career women, have to be proactive. So mm-hmm. I don't care if you asking all your friends that you know someone that would be good for me. Set me up on. I've been on blind dates. I've had matchmakers. Like, you know, stepping in, I got a guy I want you to meet and send me out on a date. I've done dating acts. I've I've guys just out randomly with friends, you know, but I've I've been proactive. And that's what you have to do if you want to meet your Mr. Right. Like, it, you're definitely not going to meet him sitting on the couch watching Netflix on Friday and Saturday night. No, King not at all. The TV. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How do you come up with some of your stories for Exo and Nicole? You know, there, there's a lot of substance in that. Does it come from living, experience? How how does that come to play? How do you work out what goes into your, your website? Okay, well, I, I want to make it clear. I've only written one post on Exo Nicole <laughs> since then. Oh, okay. Um, and it's only because I, um, I've, I've, I'm going through extreme writer's block, and I think it comes from being burned out, from anxiety, mm-hmm. from just the pressure of one of the things, like, that has caused me extreme anxiety since that Exo Nicole launch was, always being compared to my old site and the old success and the old me, like everything. Like, um, and so I feel like it's caused me, caused me a lot of money because when you're trying to keep up, uphold a name or uphold a traffic level, et cetera, that you've done before, then you're putting way more, like I put way more into that site than if, I was just starting from scratch and no one knew who I mm-hmm. was, you know? So um, so what happens is um, I, have a lot, I have a lot of contributing writers <laughs> in categories across love, relationships, sex. Um, having a sex category is very important to me, and not because I feel like, you know, we should be out there just having sex with anybody, but I do feel like um, a lot of sites geared towards black women do not talk about sex, but other yeah. other uh, but sites geared towards other races of women does, and it says a lot about how society views us and our sexuality. And so it was mm. very important to me that we had a a sex category and that we found women that were very secure in their sexuality and very liberated to write about their experiences um, because there is an audience for that. Um, and then, of course, career is a big one on Exo Nicole, and um, and that was just important to me to have a lot of girl boss stories because, you know, we always see girl bosses or you know women who are entrepreneurs winning, but I want to mm-hmm. hear the story of the risk you took to get to that win, and the and exactly. some of the failures, you know, so that you can inspire that next young woman 
to, you know, go for her dreams. Good. Great, great. We have some people on the line. People are like, I just want to get to a couple more questions, and then we're gonna we're gonna get you guys in. What was your What was one of your favorite interviews that you had in your life that I've conducted personally? Hmm. Um. More than likely, um, August Alcina, and it's only because yeah. when I was a. Uh, like, I felt like his label kind of tricked me into interviewing him. I wasn't interested at all, and it's only because I, I didn't know what I could talk to a 21-year-old about. Like, what kind of relationship experience has this man had? You know, he was, you know, fresh from the hood. Like I, And I was like, what is it that I can talk to this man about? Like, we have so many years between us, <laughs> and he has so many experiences to, you know, have before – we can really talk on the level I'm going to talk to him on. But um, we actually had a very good interview, and it ended up being one of my highest-viewed interviews outside of Amber Rose um, on the website. So he was definitely my favorite because he he, he definitely surprised me a little. He, he sat down drinking his little red wine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was he was very like, open and honest. you got this man all wrong, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be classy up in here. <laughs> what was some of the interview that you might have had a challenge with, or you you kind of struggled with? It was like, oh, I didn't think it was going to go that way. Mm, definitely, uh, I think. It, a l- Jennifer Hudson a little because I know that she, okay. I knew from the start walking in that she's very guarded with her life mm. as she should be. Um, yeah. Like, and it's funny because I had interviewed K. Michelle maybe a week or two prior and K. Michelle, like she's so free and open and don't care what she says out of her mouth. Like <laughs> she will say Shout anything. Out to Michelle. <laughs> she is like interview gold because she has no filter and she's not, it's not like some, so, and there's a difference. Uh, K. Michelle, like, kind of came up, she's a singer, where act- actresses, especially someone of uh, Jennifer Hudson's caliber, who has been, um, didn't she win an Oscar, nominated or, or won Oscars and things like that, Grammys, et cetera, they're, they are a little bit more PR trained. And people who are PR yeah. trained, you know, they kind of have, they already know what they're going to tell you and what they're going to share with you and what they're not. So, um I still really loved her interview with me. I feel like we we had a really great conversation and some breakthroughs, <laughs> but it it was uh it was challenging going into it, just trying to figure out how I was going to maneuver around questions without like offending her or trying to you know seem like I was prying in her business or. Yes, yes. We have some people on the line, and this is how we go okay. on the Mecca James show. Nicole Bitchy is going to ask a couple of questions and. Your last digits, this is how I call you on your last digits. Your last digits are 9027. 9027 is the Mecca James show you're on right now. Hello? Hi. Hey, how are you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm good. My name is Michelle. I'm calling from Houston. Houston, Texas. What's the good? You have a question for <laughs> I- Nicole? I don't have a question, but um, I'm really just done the call, and I think the fact that you're being really transparent about 
the reason why you took a break from doing your site and why you changed over to Exxon Nicole is really admirable, especially with the level of success you reach. Thank so you. I wish you well with your new project. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Like I thank you. It I never knew you know, you kinda I think I was working so hard to get Exxon Nicole launched that I was just mm-hmm. freaking out the first week of how people were gonna respond to it. And I do I do think it took a while for people to say, Okay, I get this platform or I like it better. You know, um, we need, we need that. It was hard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we need that. We need substance. It's not all about where did Chris Brown cross the street and what color Rihanna has right. in here. We need that. Okay, last digits. The next person is 0136. 0136, you're up next. Mecca Jane Show. Hello? Hello? Okay, little little shy. Little shy. <laughs> we got a couple of people on the line. Ninety six fifty eight. You're up next with the Mecca Jane show. Hello. 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 <laughs> okay, we got a couple of people that's a little shy, so we're just gonna go into it. Nicole, where do you see yourself in five years from now? Um, I don't know. I used to be the type of person that had every like my goals lined up mm-hmm. for years. And I, all I see in my future right now is my husband and my kids. Yeah. <laughs> and happiness. Yeah. Like, Preach. And it's funny, <laughs> I was on the phone with, uh, I was on the phone with my entertainment editor the other day, and she, me and her agreed that, like, right now, I'm, I, I choose love over my career right now because I've mm. had a career without love, and I know how that feels. Oh, that's awesome. And if you don't have love in your life, like, it, it's just, love just makes a big, huge difference in, in everything that you do. But she said, she was like, love comes around, um, job opportunities come around more often than love. And I was like, ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you, if someone comes into your life and willing to love you the way you, you're willing to be loved, and I and I just dealt with something like this where I was so I need I need to get my career to a certain point before mm-hmm. I can love this man. Like, you know, why did you come into my life right now at this moment? Um, this is bad timing, but it's it's never it's never gonna be the right time, you know? Yeah. Um and so you just you just have to know when it's right and when and when someone's there willing to give you that love that you've been missing out on, like you got to recognize it before it's too late. Absolutely. And uh, love is just such a beautiful thing when you have your partner or your boyfriend and your man or whoever, and you can share these moments, you know, your success with. It's just, it's just great. Yes. I'm in a good place right now, <laughs> finally. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have so much to talk about. Thank you. <laughs> we have so much to, um, so many people in the chat room. Um, where, what, what's your next project? My next project, um, right now, I mean, I've been kind of working on a book for some time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like my ultimate goal. Um, launching, like I had been trying to launch a version of X on the Cold since 2012. So just wow. getting that site up was a big accomplishment for me. And then, of course, I wanted to write a book. Um, those were like the two like 
top of my bucket list items for career that I had. And um, I think, I mean, I've, I'm really tapped. I really have to say sometimes I look at God and what he's done in my life because yeah. when I first started Nicole Bitchy, the things that happened during those eight years are things I never imagined in life. Mm. Like, yeah. I could have never imagined. I never dreamed that big. You know, and sometimes they say, like, if your dreams aren't big enough, like, or if they don't make you uncomfortable, they're not big enough. Well, <laughs> they didn't make me uncomfortable. So my dreams weren't big enough at the um, at, in the beginning. But I will say it's opened my eyes to endless opportunities and that the fact that if me, a small-town girl, you know, could make a way and become this huge, have this huge website, you know, um, then anything is possible because I can just imagine where I, I could have ended up. You know, but God had different plans for me, and I know He He's still He's still pushing and moving and doing amazing things. <laughs> amazing things in your life, God mm-hmm. is good. I know we went so far, Nicole. Just, we have to do like, a video. Like back to that five year thing. I just mm-hmm. sometimes when you're so caught up in work, and and then especially with me, so caught up in that negative gossip all the time that mm-hmm. I started having a negative. I started feeling like, well, maybe marriage isn't for me, or maybe having kids isn't for me, you know, and if I want can have a career, I can have a husband, I can have kids, and I can have balance. It might not be perfect exactly. balance, but I can have balance, and that's what I'm setting out to prove within these next five years of my life. Mm. Seems like we're on the same path. <laughs> Definitely. Like, I am not, the, I do not want you to see me on TV when I'm 45 years old telling you what my regrets were because mm-hmm. I worked so hard, I forgot what really matters in life. I don't want to ever have that moment. Absolutely. We got some other callers on the line. This is how we do it. Last day, this is 20. 20- 2807, you're up next. Nicole Kane, it's the Mecca Jane Show, 2807. Hello? People are a little <laughs> bit nervous to speak to you. Like, you know, I had to make it clear that you're calling out the last four digits of their phone number. <laughs> we are calling out the last four digits of your number. We see a lot of people on this line. We got a lot of people in the chat room. I don't know if they're a little starstruck, they're a little nervous. but. It's the Mecca James Show. Can you give any advice to any bloggers out here, any writers? What advice you can give them? Um, I think my only advice, and I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, people hear this all the time, to um, pursue a career that you're passionate about. Because I think a mm-hmm. lot of times we pursue things that that look like it's popular for the moment. If celebrity yeah. gossip is popular, I want to do that not knowing you have to really dedicate your entire, like especially in the beginning of a business, you will, there is no way you can make your business huge and not dedicate at least the first three years of your life to making it, you know, pop. Like, mm-hmm. and you're going to sacrifice, like you said, friendships, relationships, et cetera. So you got, if you're going to spend that much time building your brand, at least make sure it's something you enjoy doing every day. And I think, you know, it was something I enjoyed for the first 
year or two, and then I hated it afterwards. But I'm spending my entire life, or at least twenty, what, eighteen hours a day, fifteen hours wow. a day, doing something that wasn't fulfilling me. And I did that that for at least six years because um, it made a lot of money, and like it, it made for a very miserable life. And sometimes you look back, you're like, damn, I lost a lot of years. You know, even mm-hmm. though it did afford me a great lifestyle and I did travel, I don't remember I don't remember half of that stuff. Like mm. half of those moments I had during those six years are not even top of mind when people ask me about different things. But I remember moments, like really special moments with friends and with families and like you said, birthdays and, and when you get to go to somebody's uh baby shower or wedding, you remember those things. Yeah. You don't remember who you stood next to in a party, you know. <laughs> That's just not <laughs> something that sticks with you um, as you age. It, it starts to not matter anymore. It definitely so, doesn't. That's, That's the definitely I'm something. On. Yeah, you definitely have to make sure it's something you're passionate about. You wake up excited to start another day. Like, oh, yes, I'm excited. I'm about to do that, you know. Um, yeah, that's that's my biggest advice and my only advice to anyone, to be honest. That's the key to success. Anyone that's – most people who are extremely successful are passionate about what they do. And I, and I notice a lot of people who are extremely successful as well, they've found out what their purpose was, and they started mm-hmm. chasing purpose versus money. That's that's the key. What do you say about the naysayers? Because so, I know coming up, you know, you had a lot of obstacles. How did how did you handle naysayers? Because I'm going through that. You know, you you're trying to do your thing, and there's always there's somebody negative or people around you while you're trying to succeed. How did you handle that? Um, work harder, because mm-hmm. like they can say what they want about you, but they can't take away your work ethic. And mm. I remember coming up like they get they had every excuse for why my blog was growing or why it was so successful. But those 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 things that they said like if they were true, I would have fell off a long time ago. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have went eight years. I would I would have been gone after two years. Um, that's the that's the thing. Like, people can say what they want, but as long as you're working hard and you're focused on the goal and the prize and what you want to do in life, like, that stuff starts, it, it gets quieter and quieter. <laughs> and, and, and then all of a sudden, like, you're like, where, where are my haters And I like what I had haters. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, <laughs> and trust me, I'm kidding. I do not want any haters. But no, no, but yeah, working I'm, hard is how you how you respond to people who don't believe in you or people who like have very negative things to say because a lot of times a lot of negativity comes from people watching you do what they wish they had the guts to do, and absolutely. when you when you realize where that energy comes from and it's not very personal to to you and it's and they, like they really they've never met you a lot of times they've never met you before. So it's not personal to you. It's something. It's a reflection of how their whatever their goals are or whatever they've gone through in life, and you just pray for those people and keep kind of moving. Mm. 
That is amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you, Nicole, for being on the show. Miss Nicole came on the show. She is a blog, a media mogul, blogging queen. You know her from NicoleBitchy.com and now Excel Nicole. She has came and she has graced the Mecca Jane show. I would love for you to do a drop for me. You know, you could say your name, the Mecca Jane show, and, you know, we can get out of here. So many people on the line. So I thank know, you. I'm so upset I didn't, get to, I didn't get to talk to anybody on the line. Okay, listen up, people. There's some people on the lines, and Nicole wants to talk to you. There's a lot. So what we're going to do, I want Nicole to talk to you. I am going to get, call out the last four digits of your <laughs> telephone number, okay? We have a lot of people on this line. Nicole wants to talk to you, and that's what she's going to do. So the last digits is 3106. 3106 is the Mecca James Show. Question or comment? Hello? They are nervous up in here. Okay, next crop, next person. 10 I mean, 1094. 1094, that is your last digit. Code is 83-2. You're up next. This is the Mecca James Show. Can y'all Hello? hear me? Hello? Yes, we can. can Hello? Hi. Hi, Nicole. I'm all, exci- I'm all excited somebody got through finally. <laughs> Hi, Nicole. How are you doing? Um, this is my first time here in Mecca show, Mecca Hello. I actually was Thank on you. social media, Instagram, and saw Nicole's post, so I had to call in to support my girl. Um, oh, Nicole, you. this is Sky in Houston. What? How you doing? Hey, love. <laughs> and Mecca, I met Nicole a year after she launched her site a year exactly after she launched. And we connected. Basically, she was doing what she's, the essence of her. She was trying her best to put together this one-year anniversary um, for the blog. And you know who she wanted? She wanted all women. She Mm. wanted a woman DJ. She wanted a woman host. She wanted nothing but powerful women to be in this club in Atlanta. And it just spoke to me. And I just said, Nicole, I don't know. This young girl had so much fight in her. She was the smallest thing, but she had so much fight and so much passion and love. And when I used to see the people come for her, they came for her unrelentingly. Like, they always wanted to bring her down. And I'm like, why? She's so positive. She's trying to do so much. Mm-hmm. But the point of what I want to say, Nicole, is good girls win, baby. Good girls I know that's win. right. So, um, I remember being out in L.A. one time on the call, and somebody was just trying to block her shine, and I'm like, not on my dime. It won't happen. I always saw what Nicole was trying to do. (laughs) Nicole, we have some stories, but I always saw what she was trying to do. So when she speaks about rebranding Nicole Bitchy to go to XO Nicole, I understand, like, what her legacy, what she wants her legacy to be. And, Nicole, I just want to say I salute you for everything you're trying to do. And you will be just that because good girls do win, sister. I want to say that to you. Oh, thank, thank you. It's you. funny you would say that because I had a, a party in New York uh, for the launch um, back in mm-hmm. September, and I was on that same thing that you know they had <laughs> had a um, they had a a guy a male you know a guy DJ or whatever. And when I came in, it was at, the party was like the next week. By the time I looked at all the details and. I felt bad, but I had to kick him off the party to get a, you know, a woman DJ, and I was 
I was still on that. Like you said, that was 2009, and last yeah. year was 2015. I'm still on this whole woman <laughs> empowerment. I got to support women thing. Just, you know, seven years later, so that's six, seven years later, so that's crazy that you brought that up, and I forgot all about that. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. We have some more people on the line. People, your last digits is 9658. Your area code is 954-9658. You're up next. It's the Mecca James Show. Hello? Hello? Too much, too much static. People, you're up next. Your last four digits is 0136-0136. It's the Mecca James Show. Hello? Hello? Is this Nicole? Yeah. Hello? Hi. Hi. Yes, well, oh, yeah. Yeah. What's your name? Where are you Hi. from? Hi, Nessa. Hi, Nicole. My Hi. name is Rhonda. I'm in uh, Virginia. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I just want to say, I don't really have a question, Nicole. Well, I, I do have a question, but I first want to say that I am so, so impressed with um, XO Nicole. I mean, I love Nicole Bitchy, but I really, I really am feeling your heart for um the the XO Nicole website. I really oh, love it. I love you. everything you're doing with it. Um, my question, I guess, is how did you know when it was just time to let everything, let Nicole Bitchy go and to move forward in your dreams? Um, when um, when I knew it was time to let go of Nicole Bitchy. Uh huh. Uh, when I got when I it was a fight to get up every morning to log on to that oh. website. I was like, I cannot mm. live my life like this. I I could not. It got to the point I did not want to get out of bed, and I would oh, I would uh, spend probably twenty minutes to an extra uh, hour in bed talking to God. Like God, I know you got something else out here better than this for me. But, <laughs> <laughs> and it was once it it just it became a real struggle to get out of bed every morning, and I think that's okay. a sign for anybody that it might be time to move on from anything. I don't care if it's a relationship, you know. If you if you feel in the way before you get home, before you even come through the door, maybe it's time to let it go. And the same with mm-hmm. me. Just if, if it's hard to get out of bed to go to your job. It's probably time to find a new job or a new career path or whatever it is. So that was my that was my real sign where it was like it's getting hard to get up out of this bed every morning. I got to do something. Like it was the biggest release ever the morning that I woke up and I knew I was about to write a letter. And it's so funny because um, it's I don't know if you know a Lori Swank, she a stylist, um, kind of huge on Instagram and. Me and her had a dinner, no, a breakfast plan that morning. I'm like, girl, I got to write my goodbye letter on my website. Can can I have a few minutes? <laughs> I was like, I got to get this letter out today because I cannot work at this. I cannot run this site Do another it. day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that letter. I kind of teared up. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what am I going to do without without Nicole Bitchy every day?" But oh. I, like I said, I really, I'm really inspired by what you've done with EXO Nicole. I'm, I'm. It's one of my bookmarks. I'm waiting for an app. If you know, but um, I love Thank it. You. I love the website. Thank mm-hmm. you. And it's Thank funny you. too. I want to say this. I, uh, I, I called Latoya Shambo is one of the women that helped me like during my transition. And I remember calling her and telling her. Because everybody was telling me just try to hold on, 
just try to Absolutely. keep the site running. And I couldn't do it. Like, it was almost like running a race and you falling down, your knees bloody. That And that finish line looked like it's, like, 80 miles away. And you stand right, up. Right. That's where I was at. Uh, and I called her one day and I said, Latoya, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I cannot run this site anymore. And she said to me, let it, she said, well, let it go. She said it just like that. She said, then let it go. And it was like I wanted to run around the house and do a praise dance because so many people for so many years kept saying, why would you let it go or why would you Mm -hmm. do that? And to have one person give me the okay, it's okay. You can let it go. You're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. Wow. It's it, it, amazing. You're very inspirational. <laughs> Thank she's you. So, this is why she's on the show, because of the inspiration that you give all of these young women and um, business women. And I just appreciate, you know, we have a couple more minutes. I appreciate you so much for being on the show, Nicole, because, you know, there's people on a certain level that's like, no, I'm not doing a block of podcast. No, that's not my thing. Go into my PR but you were so humble and so down to earth, and you just said yes. I was, you would do it, and I'm, I'm just, I just thank God for you. No, she leaving out for... a little piece. She asked, she asked probably like for two months, but I wasn't ready. Like I took, I would say this. Mecca probably asked for the interview in January, and it's now March, and we're just now doing it. But I've been telling everybody that has asked for an interview that I'm on break right now. Like I'm on because yeah. I needed time. I needed time yeah, yeah. for myself to just know who I was and just just live a little before I could go out back out into the world and, and talk to people and inspire and all that other stuff. I needed to figure me out. And so I took a year off um, mm. just to be, you know. And some people don't even give themselves a year off because they're scared they won't be relevant anymore. But it, what was most important to me that when I came back and I started talking again and 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 being on shows that I was very assured of myself. I knew who mm-hmm. I was, and I wasn't portraying something that people perceived me to be versus who I authentically am. So I, I'm I'm comfortable with knowing I'm comfortable now enough to do these interviews again. You know, absolutely. Look at God. Thank you. <laughs> So much. What, what, what do you want to say to all the people in the chat room and then anybody else? We got a couple more. What do you want to say? Nicole Nicole Kane is on the Megan James show. What do you want to say? I'm still hyped. Um, that's just I thank you guys for t- tuning in. Like again, when you leave something so big, I think it, it takes you for a long time to leave something like that because you you're scared nobody will care about you anymore. So the fact that people have called in, the fact that they are on the chat board, and just listening, period, means a lot to me. It really does. Um, so I really appreciate the support. Thank you so much, Nicole, for being on the show. And I, I'm just amazed. I thank God for everybody that's listening, Virginia, Houston, everybody that's in the chat room, everybody that's on the call line that were a little bit nervous. Nicole came, came on the show <laughs> and it's amazing. This is she is my inspiration, people. Um, follow me on Instagram, Mecca James. Follow me on Twitter, Mecca from Uptown. Um, listen to any show on Blog Talk Radio. And Nicole, come back anytime you want. I would love to do like a video interview with you. I know we got emotional and crying, but you know that is that's where the breakthrough comes in. You can come back to the <laughs> show anytime. 
Thank you. I really appreciate it, and thanks for inviting me on. Thank you so much. Have a good one. All right. That's it, everybody. It's the Mecca James Show, and we had media mogul, blogging queen, Nicole Kane was on the show, and she just dropped so much jewels. If you missed the show, you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mecca show and the number one, and you can listen anytime. You can download it on iTunes for free. Tune in, anything. Follow me on all my social media sites. Um, you can listen to shows with Tammy Roman from Basketball Wise, Charlemagne the God, and come back with me this Tuesday. Every Tuesday I'm here, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Till next week, love, live, life. God bless.